create with France Sydney, celebrating two years of podcasting. Hello everyone, welcome to the show, this is France Sydney, I'm your host and I help you to create the life you want by using a lot of mind hacks and neuro-linguistic programming and little little things, little hacks you can use every day to get things just right. Today we are still talking about communication and the fact that it is absolutely normal to wanting to be right, but there are limits. So let's have a look and see what happens when we want to be always right and we don't let anyone talk, otherwise you're going to be upset because we don't agree. Let's get going. And, and today I wanted to just have a little pondering about what happens when I am right and therefore you must be wrong. And it's a little bit about black and white thinking and how this will limit our life instead of helping us to, to grow. Because when we think about creating the life that we want, to getting rid of stress and toxic negativity, etc., one of the things that we might want to consider is to how we can make sure that our communication is clean and doesn't intentionally denigrate others. And we can do that with words or with actions. So it is important to think about how the others will react to our behavior because our ecosystem will be calmer and more pleasant and our stress will be lower if we all think about how is that going to affect the other person. So a little bit of kindness helps but also we want to have honesty so where is the middle where is the sweet spot we did perhaps something that you will have to answer yourself i'm not here to tell you what is right and what is wrong on this but we do live in a world where there isn't a lot of i mean there is a lot of uh, relativism everything is good you can do what you want just be yourself but sometimes this will destroy the happiness of somebody else so we have to make the decision and see am I actually right if I want to do everything I want all the time is that going to be right so when we see that um, there is something serious going on abuse or narcissist behavior killing whatever things that intentionally hurt others we must make our voice be heard and so there is no way here that I'm telling you oh you want to be kind with everyone and never speak up because this is not good and just let them get on and abuse you no this is not right so that's not what I'm saying do not misunderstand me at all we are just talking about something else maybe we're talking more about you know ourselves it might happen occasionally that we might have a conversation with somebody whether online or on the telephone or in person or texting and we might get angry we might feel upset or even tearful we might want just to go and go away leave because the other person is not thinking in the same way that we do it's not acting in the same way that we were hoping and some of us might go straight away to social medias and saying, well i'm cutting off all the toxic people from my life and um, there are actually memes going on this week on Facebook saying you cut off these toxic people not because you're weak but because you are wise. And to some extent this does apply, for example, if you have a narcissist spouse diagnosed who is actually doing a lot of damage in your life or an abuser, yeah, of course you want to cut off these people, you know, a person is constantly criticizing day after day and they're gossiping about you know there are limits there that we have to you know make boundaries for 
But um, some memes that we have in Facebook, they're just reinforcing the situation of cutting off everyone because we don't like what we think and that's probably not very helpful to achieve the sense of peace and happiness and to have good relationship because sometimes truth hurts. And so we don't want to hear it and we think we're hurt and offended, but actually it was the truth. So it is up to us to be kind when we share the truth, but it's also we have to be humble to accept that sometimes we make mistakes. And we can just say sorry and try to change. And this is a wonderful thing that we can do. Animals don't do that. They don't repent, but we can. And that's a, it's a great thing and say, oh, I'm really sorry about that. I can do better. To talk about here, that, that will be just waffling for the rest of the day. So I'm trying to keep concentrated. Let, let's say that when we look around nowadays, of all the conversations that are happening in the world and all, and all type of conversation, whether at the university or in person or online, it seems that when another person has a different point of view from us, this will automatically give us the right to judge them, to decide if they're wrong, to label them, just because the person doesn't fit our comfort zone and is making us feel maybe angry or offended. And I'm not saying we are right and we're wrong, I'm just saying, in theory, you know, we all say we're all for diversity, helping everyone, but in reality, nowadays, if someone is different in thinking, he is actually doomed. And there are even cases when someone claims that if others are thinking differently, then the others are wrong, we are misled, we are misguided. And this is so typical in, in all these kind of forbidden or taboo topics where you can't say anything because you're going to be jumped on by somebody because, you know, race, religion, sex, politics, COVID response, it's just like such a polarized position for everyone. And nobody's really listening to the other side. But may I just say, before we go on and talk about it, I would like to read just one little sentence from the Universal Declaration of Human Rights that was given by the United Nations a few years ago. Let's read it. Everyone has the right to freedom of opinion and expression. This right includes freedom to hold opinions without interference and to seek, receive and impart information and ideas through any media and regardless of frontiers. That's quite an interesting thing. Now, when we express our opinion and expression, we are doing so, we are exercising our inherent right. And the words that we use are expressing something, our values, our experience and our internal dialogue. And we very often assume that everything we think is absolutely based on facts and on reality and on data and on scientific, scientific evidence. But um, very seldom we scientifically check the internal dialogue. And what we hold so sacred and that nobody can touch is just a result of our own experiences and the meaning that we attach to those experiences. And sometimes the meaning that we have given is not what the other people will perceive. And this doesn't make us automatically wrong or it doesn't make other people wrong we just make them different. And I think that's a little subtle difference. I'll give you a small example. If you look online, you will see that there are lots of people who post all the time, in a very depressed manner, I would say. And they seem to be absolutely convinced that they are worthless, they're a failure, they're hopeless. And there is no way that I can convince them that they are of great worth. 
because they're not listening. They don't believe anyone. Their experience in difference is, is completely different from what we are having. And when we're trying to talk to them and give them a compliment or encourage them to go forward, they are just completely deaf to our words. It's as if we don't exist at all. And we might even get labeled as very naive because we are so positive. Or it could be the other way around, you know? So I'm going to give you a second example. Let's say that I personally have enjoyed a really wonderful childhood and youth and my mom was amazing. She worked full time and um, I'm talking to you and you actually had the opposite. You had a terrible time, your mom was working the whole day and, and maybe you were not very happy. Okay, so we might argue about this belief, this value, that a mom should stay at home, which some people say is correct, some people say it's not correct. And so based on my own experience, I could say, oh, all the mothers should be using their talents and their skills, they use their potential, they should go out to work so they don't get frustrated to be at home the whole day. And then if something happens to their husband or partner, they have a job, they're secure, and the children, they are resilient, they can cope. Yeah, that works fine. But also you could say the opposite. You can say, well, no, all mothers should uh, prioritize the time that they are spending with their children because nobody else can raise their children. And the children will feel lonely and loved and ignored just like I did when I was a child. So what happens here? You know, I would think that both point of views have their merits. They're both based on very good values. But just because in my experience, having a working mom was good, this should not undermine the suffering that another person has, who when this person was a child, he, he desperately or she desperately missed this mom because the mom was never there because she was working. And if you think about it, these very small examples are just the tip of the iceberg. But when we look in the world where we live, there is so much contention. And this contention doesn't just come from different points of view, but from some type of black and white thinking about it. And I always remember, when two people are having opposite point of view, always find out what's their value underneath, and many times they have the same value in just a different way of getting there. So ask them what is important for you in that and you will get there. But let's move on a little bit. My purpose here is not to tell you what is right and wrong, but just to see that it could be that our vision becomes more narrow and more centered on what we see when we you know, make it that anyone who is not conforming to our thinking will be basically worthless. We're not talking to them or they're toxic, so I have to cut them off or they're negative just because I know everything about this topic and they don't, or because I care about this topic, you know, I care about, you know, whatever charitable cause and they don't, then they must be bad. And the thing is, just because people have their own view, because of a different experience, different emotion, that doesn't make them automatically somebody who is wrong that we should attack. So it could be that all of us, at some point during our day, we might be engaging in this kind of all or nothing thinking because we're not leaving any space for diversity of thinking and um, there are one let's have a look five or maybe six traps that we sometimes fall into it and i wanted you to ponder if sometimes this has happened to you or if it hasn't you know well done
So here is what happens when we are black and white thinking. One thing that happens is that we tell others that they should do things in a way that we are comfortable with. And um, they should think like us, basically. And if they don't, they're wrong. Or they're extremists, they're dangerous, they're toxic people. We just don't want them around. That happens. Second point. It could be that we are ignoring everything positive about something that we're seeing as negative. And whatever positive thing is there, we just ignore it. And we say, it doesn't matter. Because it's not... is not conforming with our pre-existing thinking and we're not willing to look at another possibility. A third thing that might happen is that we are not giving any chance to other people to debate the issue. We don't give them any chance to explain the reason of their actions. Instead, we pick up a single sentence that they said 20 years ago, a single action they made, and then from that we decide, ah, if we say that, then he has no idea about X and so they're wrong and they are a threat to our existence and um, that's the end. We just do give them any chance they are doomed for, the, <laughs> for their own life. However, we do not have any scientific fact to support the way we jump to our conclusion. We don't have any logic thing, we don't have any unbiased um, value, nothing. We're just deciding deep inside that this is not good and we just cut them off straight away. And that could be quite a thing, but it does happen. I think that's also something to add that is a good time when we hear a statement that makes us jump to a conclusion, we could always say, what do you mean exactly by that? And if we give a chance to another person to explain what we meant and what was important for them, we might realize they're not as bad as we thought. So let's go to the next point. The next point and a lot of us very often use blanket statements and very generalized words. For example, don't you ever say the word never? I have never done that. I've always seen this problem. All the people are like that. And we use those to describe negative actions that for us are negative, let's say. So for example, I could say, I lived in England for three months and it rained all the time. Then I go and check the weather records and it rained 65% of the time but you will refuse to look at the data and will maintain and it was 100%. And I maintain that it was 65%. So we might be arguing, you have a data and the other person has a perception that it was raining all the time because maybe this 65% was during the day and the person didn't realize that in the night it wasn't raining. But why do we have to argue about it? Maybe the important thing is, how did it make you feel? Oh, I felt so depressed and lonely. I couldn't go out. We were there on holiday and we couldn't do anything. And I come from, I don't know, a very sunny place. And so what was important for the person? The important thing was to go out. So every time I wanted to go out, so in about eight hours, it was raining. That started to become more possible, right? So give people the chance to explain what they meant. When I studied uh, neuro-linguistic programming or NLP, I, I was so, you know, ecstatic to learn about how we filter out everything. And we filter it out for many reasons. One being that too much information can be overwhelming, but also because our reticular activating system will always try to find out things that will prove that we are right, so that we are comfortable, otherwise we will be always in fight or flight. So that is a helpful thing from our mind. 
but it doesn't help us in conversations. So what happens is if we have made up our mind about something, we will automatically filter out what we want from any situation so that everything we see will validate our view. So if you think about an event where there are several witnesses and they will all have their own bias, they will describe this event in different ways. And this is normal, you know, if you ask police and investigators, they will tell you there are lots of different descriptions of what happened at the junction or during um, an accident, something because everyone has his own internal bias. And for example, you, you may have a, a teen that is a bit unknowing to us, you are at the beach and he's playing with his friends, and then we pick up one negative event and make it look much bigger because we want to discredit him and we're like, ah, oh, he kept kicking the ball in my direction the whole day and he hit my stuff of a whole afternoon and actually it meant really that his ball fell twice near your bag, it never hit you but we forget to mention everything whispered a quick story when we um, when he came to pick up a ball maybe he was mulling to us, oh, sorry and, and he just, he was just having a good time but he, we have to go and make it so big and I'm not now saying condoning that people should go and disturb others on the beach. That's not what I'm saying. But do we have to really look at everything that went wrong? And um, <laughs> they remind me, do you know Benjamin Franklin? And I, I used to have a t-shirt that said this. And it says, any fool can criticize, condemn and complain. And most fools do. <laughs> and sometimes I thought, oh gosh, am I becoming a fool here? <laughs> He said when we offer solutions and we look at uh, maybe a secondary point of view that really helps our conversation to get better. So when we spend some time to examine our conscience, our words, the articles that we read and um, the books that we talk about, the videos that we watch or that we make, the letters and all the other forms of communication that we have around us that we use and that we learn from and that we share. There are lots of aspects in both that present black and white thinking. They will segregate people who are thinking differently. They are good people, they are reasonable people, but we are cutting them all off by the millions because they do not agree with our way of thinking. And I'm going to say something that might be inflammatory about When we continue to live our life with this type of thinking that we are the only person who is right and Everyone has to change, but we never have to change. Well, then we are imposing our own views on others. And we might have a meltdown, we might cry, we might cut them off, we might write on the media saying that they are bad, but in very uh, weird ways, but being direct. And so maybe it's time to just kind of um, slow down a bit and, and take a deep breath, because sometimes it's better to be happy than to be always right. And maybe, just maybe, Sometimes we can question the inner story that we have inside us, question the tendency we have to protect ourselves and to prove that we are always right. And maybe this is a way to, to take away all those boundaries that we have and have more like a, a limitless life because then we are understanding other people. And in the end of the day, there is space for everyone in this wide world and the whole planet to express who we are. The fact that we're all different and we have different experiences should add spice to our existence. It shouldn't be a divisive thing that makes us just fight. We're different for a reason. I was just thinking how boring it would be if I woke up in the morning and everyone dressed like me, spoke like me, 
cook like me, had the same joke as me. I mean, really? I mean, what kind of conversation would I possibly be having? I wouldn't be learning anything because it would just be a clone of myself. You know, we need that diversity to learn. The experience of others can be very, very valuable to us, even if we don't agree on the action we're taking. But there must be a common ground. Many times we have the same values, we're just going to get them in a different way. I want to close this episode with the words of Roy Bennett. He wrote The Light in the Heart, I think, and he said this, which I really like. Listen with curiosity, speak with honesty, act with integrity. The greatest problem with communication is we don't listen to understand, we listen to reply. When we listen with curiosity, we don't listen with the intent to reply. We listen for what's behind the words. Well, I really hope that this episode has been useful for you because, you know, I find it really useful to do a little bit of research and think about and ponder what I can do to be better with my communication. And if you found this useful and maybe hurtful (laughs) or you got offended, Or if you found this to be supporting of your point of view, if you're in agreement or disagreement, you could just talk to me and tell me about it. And so we can maybe try to be kind and and share our opinion about this. Because, you know, I'm here to learn from you guys. And if you make contact, I would be very happy to reply and to respond to your reviews, likes and shares that you very happily do. (laughs) You should do more of them because, you know, I need them so I can get more people to listen to create with friends and to create the life that they want. So this is my call to action. Look at all your words today and see if they're building up other people or they're destroying them just to prove that you are right all the time. And this is also a call to myself. So hey, we're here together. Let's let's do this together. Let's get better and have clean communication on both sides. Enjoy yourself. Have a great week and I'll see you next time. Take care. You've listened to Create with Fran Sidney.